What's up, guys? It is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, hey, and hey, hey, hey. welcome back to another Friday episode of Junior Senior Two Views. As I'm, as always, I'm here with Senior. What up? What up? What up? All right, so let's get started with a massive story. Brian Flores. We all wondered why. We all wondered why he was getting, why he got fired from Miami, and as he got fired, it felt and. All of this pent up emotion has led to a civil lawsuit towards the NFL um, about um, hiring upon race and uh, the arbitrary nature of the Rooney Rule, and a lot of teams not giving him a fair uh, a fair run. And I've seen the details of the lawsuit mm-hmm. and some of the allegations, which we'll get into. But let's start um, at surface level. So at surface level, we have him getting fired by the Dolphins and him being interviewed by a couple of other teams. The, he was interviewed by Denver back in 2019 mm-hmm. uh, when he left the Patriots. Mm-hmm. According to him, and this is all allegedly, th- uh, many of the executives, including Elway, were disheveled and drunk coming into the interview as if they did not care to hire him. And then this year, when he was interviewed by the Giants... Um, he got the. He already knew that they didn't plan to hire him because of Bill Belichick accidentally texting him, thinking he was Brian Nabel. Bill Belichick to start the fire. Yeah. He did start yeah. the fire, didn't he? Yeah. Bill. Oh, poor Bill. He's got to work on his phone techniques. Thinking, thinking, phone he was, for dummies. thinking he was Brian, Brian Nabel. Brian N instead of Brian F. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that has what led to this, all of this, and. Mm. Even further, he's alleged that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, offered him a hundred k per game mm-hmm. to tank for Tua Tagovailoa. So, yeah, this is this is he's going scorched earth on the league, and I don't disagree with any of what he's doing. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here because of the fact that all this is. Circumstantial. We, yep. There's not enough evidence to suggest anything yet. So, innocent until proven guilty. But the NFL, they have to investigate and investigate hard. Yeah. In two sections. So, we can break this apart. The section around the Giants is the, is obviously out there. And he has proof. And this is the biggest one. And, this, and as Giants fans, and I'm just going to put uh, myself out there. It's, it's not just disappointing. It's disgusting. It's a disgusting okay. look on the Mara yeah. family. So... The, the numbers suggest themselves. In the history of the NFL, over 100 years of history, 19 coaches, African-American or minority, have been coaches. And that's, that's, that's it. That's all that's coordinators, it. head coaches. That's it. I'm talking about, yeah, in general. So, and currently you have one African-American coach, Mike Tomlin, Mike who, Tomlin. by the way, has never lost in a season. Thank God for that, or he wouldn't have been coached, yeah. probably. So now, <coughs> sorry, what you have is two sections. The Stephen Ross thing, if that's true, and if it is true, he should no longer be own, owning the dog. Oh yeah, I think what ha- will happen is if that is if that is true, the NFL will have to force him to sell. Now I'm, I'm I guess the worst part about this is the fact that you know has the, where this smoke this fire. Uh huh. Yep. We learned if that from the, the we, we learned that from the Deshaun Watson but if saga. But th- if you're thinking about this, 
you know, Brian Flores thinking to himself, I got to, this is something, should I do this? Should I not do this? Because now you have five vacancies sitting out there now. Yeah. And for those teams, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. If you hire someone who's minority or African American, you're going to be seen as trying to be make woke. up for the, well, not even that, fall in line with the Rooney rule to get the PR off you. Yeah. If you don't and hire somebody who's white, you're going to get backlash. Yeah. So for these five teams... Well, do, does he ever get a job in the NFL again? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Because I honestly, and it's unfortunate because I love him as a coach, I don't think so. When you go scorch earth on the NFL like this, when you bite the hand that feeds, it's it's the but, NFL want to cut you. And look at what happened to Kaepernick. Well, you um, know what? I, I, think, mean, I think it's a different situation. Kaepernick, he knelt, obviously, that's very well documented, and he was basically blackballed by the league's owners. I think this is a different situation because it's a coach, and you have Hugh Jackson coming out saying around the, the idea of tanking games, same thing happened to him with Jim Haslam when he was coach of the Browns. So you're going to have... Well, he was a terrible head coach. But not even that. You're going to have other coaches coming. I honestly think this is going to have to... Be a league-wide well, investigation. Gonna, not even that. It's going to have to invoke some change. Change is coming, whether you like it or not. Because Brian Flores is bed do or die. Uh-huh. He's from Brooklyn. He's not having it. And he's basically saying this is an example for everybody else going forward. So the NFL is not going to walk away with this. It's a distraction with the Super Bowl around. But this takes priority over anything else because... For those five teams right now... And after the Super Bowl, it's going to be the main story. Right. For those five teams right now, who's going to blink first? Yeah. Because Byron Leftwich has pulled out of a candidate for Jags. So now... But why would Flores want to go to the Jags? But not even that. Byron Leftwich has said no thanks because of Trent Baalke, a separate story. Yeah. But... Five teams now have to wait. Who's going to blink first? Yeah. That's it. And, the, and let's just put it out there. The Rooney Wool is a complete sham. Of course it's it is. A, it's, a complete, it, it, it's a complete sham. Next. All right. Rams, Bengals, and the Super Bowl. Who would have thought? So, who is the bigger QB story, Burrow or Stafford? I'm going to go Stafford. Really? Easily. Really? He's 33. He was drafted first overall in 2009 to a terrible Detroit Lions team. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Yeah, yep. you always get drafted to the bad yep. team. And had had himself the best, probably the best receiver in that decade in Calvin Johnson, Megatron, and had who, Barry Sanders yep. for this much. Yeah, who inexplicably retired? Who, who inexplicably retired in 2016? Mm-hmm. If if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and he still says to this day they need to put that money back in my pocket. Yeah. Um, and he's been around. He's been the co- quarterback of some terrible teams, and he made the playoffs. I think a total of three times. Mm. Not won a single playoff game. Mm-hmm. Not won the division a single time. Yeah. And now this year, won his first playoff game. Got, went to the divisional round for the first time. Got, went to the championship game for the first time. Okay. And now he has a chance at a ring. And I think. I think he he's the bigger story here. I think it's Joe Burrow. Wow. I will say it's Joe Burrow. I like Matthew Stafford, but I think the story has to be Joe Burrow, who is single-handedly leapfrogged and changed the conversation. You know, you're talking about Mahomes, you're talking about Herbert, you're talking about you Allen. know Allen, those young quarterbacks that have really just moved up, and nobody's talking about Joe Burrow because of Cincinnati being Cincinnati. But you know, he has led them. And has led them strongly. Yeah. And this is a guy, won the Heisman, won a national championship. He, what a story to potentially win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that 
is a trifecta. So I think the bigger story is Joe Burrow because he's young and it just looks like this is amazing. Second year in the league and he's taken them this far. So, I mean, you know, I think it's going to come down to the quarterback with, play. Even with all the pitfalls. Of course, but it's going to come down to the quarterback play. Next. Yeah. Bigger impact, OBJ or Chase? It's going to be it, – It's this is a tough one because I think in this game – uh, the Bengals O-line will really struggle because you're coming up against a front seven of just, of, of course, Aaron Donald. Mm. You're going to have to double him. Von Miller, you're going to have to double him. Yeah. And who are you going to stick on Leonard Floyd? Mm. So this Bengals O-line is going to struggle. So how is Chase going to get, how is Burrow going to have enough time for Chase to get separation? So I think OBJ is going to have a bigger impact here, mainly because LA's O-line is significantly better. Mm. I think it's going to be Chase. I just think because he's going to get... And look, that might change depending on what the Rams do with their defensive coverage. Yeah. They might double him. They probably will. That'll force somebody else to have to catch a ball. They but have that's pieces. His, but Austin, that's his main guy. Yeah. That's his main they guy. They do have other pieces. Tyler Higby's been great. But he's yeah, injured, but, so he might not, uh, he might not be What about Oz, Ozma? It might be in the Super Bowl. Right. Well, but that's on the Bengals side. So yeah. Offensively for the, for the Rams, Higby's questionable. So they don't know yet. For well, the Bengals, though, Ozma might be ready. Right, on a defensive side. But I'm talking about the offense yep. and Chase. I think Chase will have a bigger impact. All right. How should Lions fans feel now that Stafford is going to play in the Super Bowl? They should feel one of two things. First of all, they should feel proud because that was their guy for years. He was their guy. They should also feel anger towards the organization for wasting him for years. Mm. He, this was a guy that everyone was like, was not sure on because of the fact that he played for the Lions. Yeah, He played for a horrible Detroit team who just couldn't get anything. They couldn't catch a break because he played on a terrible system with some terrible coaches, and they couldn't get anything going because he never had a line, he never had a decent running game, and only and after Calvin Johnson retired, didn't have a half-decent receiver yeah, until I, Golden Tate. Yeah, I think that Lions fans would be kind of like, meh. I think they'd also feel like, well... That's a we, waste. We did a, we did a swap, and we got Goff. We got Goff, and we all figure out that Jared Goff is limited by what's in front of him. Yeah. So it definitely would be a situation where Lions fans would be bittersweet because they would expect that Matthew Stafford is going to be a lifer, and at the same time, they traded up. I mean, they traded and got a guy who's you know several years younger with who, a bigger contract with a bigger contract, but could potentially build around him. But who knows how long that'll take. So, I think fans would be sort of on the fence feeling a little bitter, but a little sweet. Moving on. Tom Brady, citizen. It's official. Yep. Now it's official. It was about a week now, ahead. When now, we reported last week, the we man, were ahead of the game. The man himself has retired. That's it. At the top of his game. And he did it quietly. You didn't see, a, you didn't see like, you know, historically it's always been, you know, the athlete shows up to a press conference. Yeah, and there's you know a bunch of questions. No, he went on Instagram and just put it out there and said, "This I'm is done. it. I'm done. I'm done. I got seven of these, and I don't, you know, I don't see that being the case that anyone would get ever get close enough to that. No, and I mean, I don't, I don't think I, I honestly don't think in my lifetime there'll be someone getting because that means you have to get there every year, mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't see the opportunities. 
I mean, and look, people can turn around. And there, was, there was some backlash. I think somebody posted. I was, yeah, there was some. About, there was well, some patriot rule or this and that. And yeah, they, and it's like you know what? Fair enough. If you said the tuck rule, then that would have changed. It would have been a fumble going the way of Oakland or LA at the time, and they would be in the Super Bowl, not the Patriots. But that's not. There were some, that. but there were some Patriots fans who felt who, who felt aggrieved because he didn't mention the Patriots initially in his. In his thing. He's playing with the Bucks now. And he, he played with them for two seasons. I mean, come on. But the fact that he... The fact that he brought... He brought... You know what's crazy? Six rings of that franchise. You, you know what's crazy? Yeah, that's what I think. So they, should, they should feel grateful. Calm down. That's enough. And also, the fact that he's been... I've seen him... He's been the quarterback, the quarterback, the premium quarterback in the NFL for as long as I've been alive. Pretty much. For as long as I've been alive. I was born in 2003. This guy's been doing it ever since. Yeah, yeah. Been doing as it even before alive. me. Yeah. As long as you've been alive. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think that that I haven't seen a better quarterback than Brady right. in he, my But he life. left at the top of his game. He yeah. led the league in passing. Led the league in, you know, his completion presented. Those things, to leave then, made sense. And I think this... I don't, and it's a sim. It's similar to Michael Jordan's um, second retirement. Uh, his second retirement, but I don't think you can't compare it with how influential both have been. I think you can, well, no, but no, no, I don't I'm think. About, I'm, 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 oh, I'm getting confused. I'm not talking about. Their, I'm talking about the comeback with the Wizards. That's yeah, the but I don't think Brady's coming back. No, that's it. I don't no, think so let me let me do this one. Which one are we looking at? Harbaugh staying. Harbaugh staying. Am I Nostradamus or oh, am I not are, Nostradamus? You can flip the coin. Come on. It is a. It, it is reported. It's not set in stone, but it's reported that Jim Harbaugh has decided that he will stay at, at the his alma mater. Well, uh, no kidding. He was gonna stay at the University of Michigan if he was good. My the. I wasn't even going to entertain him coming back to the NFL because he has security. In college, no. he may have gone to another school, but this is this—it's his—it's his alma mater. So interesting enough, he got on a plane was that was obviously chartered by <coughs> Vikings management on the day of signing for a lot of the you know high school players into college. Yeah. So that wasn't a good look, and apparently he was there for nine hours meeting with meeting with Vikings the Wil- the, the Wilf family. Don't ask me what nine hours looks like, but somewhere along the way, something just clicked in his head. So now, you know, and memes have come up around him, you know, because it used to be that, you know, Bo Schembechler, former yep. coach that he coached, that coached him as a quarterback, had a, a saying, but it's been a bit of, you know, rebuffed from some fans to say, well, you know, you were supposed to be true blue, but now you're sort of, you know, courting offers. So it, I would expect that there's going to be a big Sort of push to have a, a, like a long-term offer on the table with a lot of money and guaranteeing he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, and it's he's probably going to get a Saban level contract. I would think so because he took them to the he had them in the BCS. He had them yeah. in the, he had them in the conversation, and so. he deserves it. He's a great coach. Uh, Josh McDaniels, the new Raiders coach, better oh, this dear time. Lord. I don't know why I went on a rant about Josh McDaniels he did. last he last did. time. Don't do it again. And, and do you really am? Am I really I wrong? Awesome. Am, am I really wrong? I think he's awesome. Well, am I really wrong for doing this? I think he's awesome. 
He's not a he's good awesome. head coach. You know, and, and so if Matt Patricia's watching, Matt Patricia's probably saying, "Hey, me too." One day, right? No, no, no. <laughs> if if Josh McDaniels gets a gets a head coaching job, I if I'm the owner of any team, I would not want Matt Patricia anywhere near a head so, coaching, even a coordinator job. So here it is. What he said in this quote was, "When I went to Denver, I knew a little bit of football." Oh my God! I didn't really know people and know how important the aspect of this process. And maintaining culture and holding the team was holding, building the team. I failed. I didn't succeed at it. So that's in his 28 games where he was 11 and 17. Good luck because yeah. you're going to be seeing Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes twice and that, a year. And that's what scares so me. That'll be, and unless, unless Aaron Rodgers shows up as your quarterback, which I don't no, see happening. That's if, not even happening. if he does. They've already, got, going, they've already got Carr. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would the Raiders do no, that? No, I'm talking about the Broncos. Unless the Broncos get Aaron Rodgers, which will make it even worse. Because then you're facing yeah. Rodgers twice, Mahomes twice. And Herbert And twice. Herbert twice. That's what I'm saying. You understand All right. that? You get okay. it? You get, okay. You get a little confused. But I don't understand why this guy is brought up for uh, for head coaching positions every year. And he but finally in this gets instance, one. it's not what you know. It's who you know. Yeah, it, of course. he knew the general manager. Football is a who-you-know industry. Okay, he knew the general manager, uh, Dave Ziegler. Oh, so God. he was okay. hired, and that's not what you know. It's who you know. So, uh, so, the Vegas, so interesting enough, the Vegas Raiders just slid in right before this thing blew up because they would be the sixth team walking around looking for a coach. Yeah. So good for them. They don't, they don't have egg on their they face. They don't have to worry about Well, not yet. Not yet. But well, they have already with the Gruden stuff. Okay, but, uh, Washington football New team. New name. They are the Commanders. Command, command, <laughs> command, commanders. We are the Commanders of Washington. Well, is that the theme song? Should be. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll sell it to them. Well, this is like horrible. It's a terrible it's name. Terrible it's terrible. Not a good a name. Te- Washington football team was the name I thought they would keep. Yeah, because I actually like it. It actually grows on you, like. Washington football team. There's no other. It's almost like it's like a soccer, like football, right? Yeah. You know, like you have so and so football team, yeah. FC Barcelona. Yeah. You know, that's it. So Washington football team kind of had that ownership of we're a football team. We're in and Washington. It's Washington. So it made sense, and then the build up, and then Commanders. Yeah. It's yeah. not a good name. And the, at and the all. uniforms aren't really as different as what they were wearing before. It's, it's, the, same it's, color the, same, it's the same color scheme as But the, if you shorten yeah. the name, they're known as the commies. <laughs> oh, so they haven't figured this out. It's so it's it's just Because you every team has a nickname, right? The, commies, the 49ers are the Niners. The commies. The Seahawks are the Hawks. For a, for a Washington DC area team, the commies. Well, not really. They're it's, in they're in it's, they're in a different but part it's of so Washington. it's so ironic. Given how how given the history of Washington D.C.'s, but there were other names out there power. apparently that would have been better suited. Like the Red Tails was it was it because that was paying homage to Tux, Tuskegee Airmen. Okay. So there was different names out there reportedly that were better than Commanders. So what does this mean for the team? Does that give them identity now? No, it doesn't. It just gives them merchandising. No, it, it just gives them a, a, just a flashy, albeit terrible, new nickname. And also a fun, a very funny short nickname. Same and story. And a same, same story of terrible ownership, Ooh. terrible management, Ooh. and a culture that is 
anemic. And by the way, clueless. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the name. I think the name is horrible. But it's, then again, it's a name that becomes forgettable. It's a sucky name. It's just like the, the Washington franchise. Forgettable. Next. Joe Ingles injury. This sucks for the Jazz. Really bad. 34, Joe Ingles. Wow. Torn ACL in his, le- in his left. In the last year of his contract, too. So this yeah. is like a contract year. You're playing for an extension and then horrible Not knee good. injury. So, and he was considered sort of durable. Yeah, and so that, that changes the whole thing for one, Utah. And that's one of their better and that's one of their better shooters that they need in the playoffs, coming playoff time. So that make Utah a player now in the in the deadline because yep. trade deadline's coming. Oh, they they're gonna be looking for because uh, wow, for a I mean he's not coming back anytime nope. soon. He they they're gonna be looking for a replacement and they're gonna be looking fast. They got draft they don't they have draft capital to work with. They haven't given up much. So so I feel like they can be players in that market, but they're going to have to find. They're not going to get Jeremy Grant because Jeremy Grant wants to be the guy on a team. So well, he's in. He's over the Pistons now. Yeah. God bless them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to get out of there. I'm sure. Yep. He wants to get out of there. He wants to go to a contending team. Yeah. Or a team on the rise to contention, but he wants to be the guy doing it, which I think he can. I think he's earned that right. Yeah. But I think the Jazz are going to be looking for a. A tertiary small forward player. I think it's going to be something that's going to be considerably, as far as time goes, not limited because you don't know what what's going to happen with Ingles. Does he come back? No, he's not coming back this year. So I don't know this year. Yeah. Next year, I mean, it's a well, it's major surgery. Well, they're going to have to pay him a good bit, and they already paid Mitchell and Gobert. That you're going to be paying Ingles a good bit coming off an ACL injury. Yeah. And that might, and he's thirty four. That might be a bad contract going into going into his latter years. I don't know. Do you, he's a fan favorite, but do you let him walk? I think so. I love him, by the way, but I think you have to let him walk. Well, next, all right. All right. if he can walk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Will BS get traded before the deadline? BS. No. I'm no. not talking about bull. I'm talking about Ben. Simmons. Simmons. Yep. I mean, there's not much time left. There's like no. less than a less than a less a little more than a week, but no, like eight or I nine don't. Days. I don't think he's getting traded before the deadline. No, I don't think so they, either. They're they're <laughs> pounding the pavement for no. an offseason move. Nineteen million dollars he's spent so far in fines. Go kick rocks. Million dollars. Go kick rocks. Daryl Morey says, keep kicking, keep paying us for not showing up. They they they're pounding the pavement for an offseason move. Because they want James, James Harden. Harden. They it. want a superstar player back. If it's not James Harden, they want someone else. Um, just We've talked about Ben Simmons n- numerous times on this show. No, Everybody's been talking about him. But I just feel like everyone's tired at this point. Well, I, I think Daryl Morey is a man of his word. He oh, yeah. basically said, you know, he said it already. This could take a long time. I'm not in any rush to do this. Yeah. Everybody else thinks it's a rush to do this, but... The Sixers are still holding their own. They're not, they're not up at the top of the East, but they're right where they well, need at least, to be. And, at least Embiid is healthy. And Joel Embiid is going to be the MVP, I'm here to tell you. so I'm here to tell you he's going to be the MVP. But I just feel like with the Sixers right now, right now they don't really have to do anything regarding Ben Simmons. No, no, no. Let him right sit now. back and keep having to pay up his, his fines. So they're yep. going to wait. I agree. Darren Morey's going to say, you know what? Wait till the summertime. 
right. All right. Yes. Man United says no no Jesse Lingard transfer. So, no. So no. So no um there are there you cannot uh, transfer re- Jesse re- Lingard. Um regarding United there's some other stuff going on which um uh, we may or may not talk about. But um Je- Jesse Lingard will not be leaving United, which I love considering the other stuff going on which yeah, again, may or may not talk about. But I think Lingard has earned the right to be a be a starter at United. They they have a ridiculous amount of depth. And I and Lingard showed at West Ham when he got loaned out that he could be a, like a really valuable asset. Well, it comes down to offers cuz they didn't get what they wanted in order to make that happen. Yeah. And so obviously Man United saying, "We're not going to give you this guy." And get something in return that's not well. Be in, in football, value. it's a bit different. Um, if a player is under contract, they'll have a release clause, okay. and a club has to play. Uh, I can either pay just below that release clause or meet the release clause, okay. and the club has to agree, and the player has to agree okay. to terms and everything else. So okay. it doesn't work like trading, okay. etc. But there are player swaps that do happen sometimes. Well, this, there's a reporter here. They asked Newcastle to pay a loan fee. And a twelve million dollar, twelve million pound Premier League survivor. Well, package. given how much Newcastle have been spending this January, <laughs> it's spending. Yep, it's it's surprising to not see them bite the bullet. Yeah. For Lingard, who could really be a could have been a really good asset, but considering Newcastle and Newcastle have been treading water as well. So if they get relegated, spending the most money in the That's January horrible. transfer window, it will be the. Most laughable story of the Premier League this season. All right, moving on. Shohei Otani is the cover boy of the show. The show. 2022. The first player who's not domestic in baseball to yep. be to be on the cover. So this this is a pretty big deal. Which is huge. I don't think um, uh, Ichiro was ever on the cover of any baseball game. Ichiro ever was. I don't. Yep. I don't think so. Don't so this is this is massive. It's um, huge. I think he's earned earned this right. Of course he has. Uh, um, like a ridiculous amount. He's won the AL MVP. Mm-hmm. He he had like the fourteenth best um ERA in the AL as a DH. Yeah. And hit an um, incredible amount of home runs. Was just revolutionary this season, yeah. this past season. Yeah. The fact that he can do what he can do, which is do both. And do both very well. And no one's ever done that. No one's Nobody. ever done that. And the thing, Nobody. I guess, it, it, to me, going forward, if there is baseball, we put that in parentheses and yeah. asterisks that, because there's a good chance there might not be. But if there is, going forward as a franchise, I would think the Angels would have to start saying to themselves, it's okay that he's doing these things, but pick one. That's pick. the how. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yes, you can pitch. Yes, you can hit. But... You know, I guess pick one. Well, outside of him, who do they have pitching? Oh, nobody. D- Dylan Bundy, they had for a year in 2020, but in 2021, he fell apart again. Yeah. So, who do they have outside of Shohei Otani? Yeah, so, I, I think yeah. they should just let him do it. He stayed healthy the past year. Let him do it. All right. Moving on. Happy birthday, Nolan Ryan. Just turned 75 the other day. Happy belated. Uh, you know, was part of the Mets 1969 World Series team. Yep. Didn't pitch very long for the Mets. Moved around, pitched for the Angels, and then the Astros and the Rangers later on in his career. Uh, historically, seven shutouts. That's a lot in baseball. Uh, pitched to his 45. 
had just the the fast like the most surreal fastball I've ever seen in a pitcher. Could yeah. blow you away with that. Could put a curveball on you. He would smoke you. And yeah. so that's the I th- you know for that situation that's that's kudos to him. He only won one one World Series. That was with the Mets. Uh, got close with the Astros, but I think he was injured in '86 because he was part of that rotation in, in, you know with Houston that was against the Mets in the in the in the, in the championship series. But you know a really lively arm, like I said, pitched to he was 45, was dominant in his career. Could pitch lefties and righties, blow him away. Really happy belated birthday, Ronald Ryan. John Elway's last game was 23 years ago in the Super Bowl, yes. which I consider to be. Outside of that story, probably the worst Super Bowl, one of the worst Super Bowls ever in terms of just how m- well, m- just boring was. the his game. His opponent was the Dirty Birds. The Dirty Birds, uh, you know, that was that was his second Super Bowl, second consecutive Super Bowl, and last one. Mm-hmm. Now John Elway played in five, but yeah. he won- lost the first three. So if we're looking at statistically in the eighties. You know, going to the late 90s, John Elway was a pretty good quarterback. Oh, yeah. And so, but he was on bad teams. So, you know, those three Super Bowls that they lost, the Giants, the 49ers, and the Redskins. Canceled. Sorry. Don't, please don't send me any hate messages. Please listen to TikTok. Canceled once again. Shameless promotion. So, yeah, that was... You know, he could have potentially won five Super Bowls, and you're having a conversation with him saying he's almost he was almost there at Brady, but he won his second consecutive one and then retired soon after that. All right, happy anniversary, the Seahawks Super Bowl win in <laughs> Super Bowl forty nine. Woo! And they that was, was that forty eight or forty nine? Forty forty eight, I think it was. Legion yeah. of Boom. For yeah, forty eight. They smoked the Broncos, oh. and that was Peyton's Almost Peyton I, I, been, oh, I remember that that Super Bowl so vividly. I remember the snap. I remember the safety. I remember the dominance. And there's one. You remember just, the cold? Was it MetLife oh, Stadium? Oh my God! Peyton Manning didn't know which way it was up. That defense dominated. They destroyed. And there's they blew them right off the field. And there's one mic'd up clip which really sums that Super Bowl up. Don't you ever say you want one on one with us? Don't you ever say that? What's Walker say he wanted us? The man that say we don't hit. Let's keep hitting. That's the say he wanted us all. Boy, hey, you asked for a storm, you gonna get it. Okay, that was the ramblings of Richard Sherman. I have no yeah. idea. I would definitely need captions for that. Don't you ever say you want one of us with us? Don't you ever say that? All right. Well, that that was then, and then we've had the evolution, the de- de-evolution of the Legion of Boom. Now it's the Legion of Pop. Like, not even and Boom he anymore. also went on a podcast recently, um, saying that. The Seahawks, when they trade Bobby Wagner, it's a true rebuild. Because okay. Bobby Wagner is the it's face still of that. There. He's the last person. He's, he's like the Udonis Haslam of, of the yeah. Seahawks, isn't he? Yeah. Udonis is still playing for some reason. I don't know Udonis how. Haslam's like 60,000 years old. <laughs> all right, but, wrap this up. Let's right. go. That'll be it for this Friday episode of Junior Senior 2 Views. Once again, if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. We do this thing. Are you putting out content? Just wondering. Come Just on making now. sure. Oh, come on now. Are you? Yes. Good. I'm... So you got to keep track of the content, folks. We're here every Monday. Monday, and AST, Friday. and Friday, AST. All right. And we got more coming up. Keep Su- listening. Super Bowl. Please. Time. <laughs> we'll, have our super, we'll have our Super Bowl preview we'll have on our preview. Monday. Yes. And we'll have some more NBA. 
uh, trade deadline coming up soon. Yep, 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 the yep, trade yep. notes will be burning, and we'll be there to cover it all. See y'all. Bye.